Welcome to the Chantal Hyde Canada's Dating Coach Podcast, where you'll learn to love and be loved. Come understand how powerful you are and share in our common experiences so that we can all grow together. Like Chantal loves to say, let's do this. Hello, Holly. Oh, Chantal, Chantal, Chantal. <laughs> yeah, hi, lovely. Hello. <laughs> It looks like we got lots of news today. We do have lots of news today. <laughs> I, how do I get your phone number on speed dial, girl? <laughs> I do coaching plus supports. I actually have that package. Oh, God. I you, have... look, you, you look beautiful. You look like a queen today. Thank you. We're going to watch my hair dry today. Okay, perfect. I had two dates this week. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, we, okay. first of all, I had narrowed it down to four. Okay. Right? 50 guys reached out on the dating app. We narrowed it down to four. And one guy ex- pulled himself out because we realized our kids were such different ages and his were grown and he didn't really want teenagers. And all... It, very respectful conversation. Another guy, oh, this guy, his whole profile seemed very emotionally mature, very intelli- emotionally intelligent. And then I, he mentioned he was the future faker. Okay. Hey, okay. So then, like I told him, you know, no, I wouldn't be going away for sleepovers because I have this three-month rule and his response and that was on a message we hadn't video I didn't have a video to see his reaction but I but his response was oh my gosh you sh- why aren't you just going with the flow da, 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 da. and so I wrote back and surprisingly his response was oh, that makes sense perfect let me take you on on a date and then then I said great. Do you mind if we video chat first to, well, that's what I just said. I said, do you mind if we video chat first? And his response again was, no, it's so like, we're going with the flow. Like, isn't it so much more fun to meet up and see each other for the first time in person? Like, we don't need to do this video chat thing. Right. So I responded back and I said, that from someone who says they are healthy, emotional, healthy, and securely attached. It's surprising to me that you wouldn't recognize that women really need this just for safety reasons. I said, and the fact that you have a daughter really surprises me that this isn't a concept you understand. Mm-hmm. He ripped me a new asshole. What he was you- like, how dare you bring my daughter into this that you are such a crazy person you are insane absolutely like I and I didn't even respond I just blocked good so your rules work yes it does I mean I'm not telling you something you don't already know but (laughs) (laughs) the next guy the one that I told you about who I was like he's hot 
yeah. like things tingle down there just looking at his picture his whole overall package what he wrote what he looked like how we were corresponding it was so hot one second <laughs> so hot she needs a beverage <laughs> i know so i went on to the facebook group are we dating the same man and i looked up these guys just to do my due diligence and that mfr was on there wow married married wow with girlfriends that they were all there were like 200 comments yeah and they were all just figuring out that they were all dating him and that he was married so i didn't even say anything i just blocked him good so that left this one man that i was having amazing conversations with. oh no two men because another man had reached out to me and had said lovely things so there were two men so the first man now i'm gonna you know i'm gonna talk and you are more than happy to interrupt me and tell me holly that's bullshit right okay always so yes <laughs> no offense no offense taken mm -hmm. so i he's never been married no kids at 41 okay. now for me that feels like a red flag for me because i've dated a man before that didn't have kids and it caused friction he didn't understand my time commitments my how I interacted with the kids, how I disciplined or didn't discipline in certain areas. So I had hesitation. But before I go any further, what are your thoughts on that? There's a multitude of reasons why. He, obviously, some of them can be dysfunctional. He he can never sustain a relationship because of his own dysfunction. But there are some people who it, it's just kind of like happenstance, like they've been in long term relationships, but they never got married, broke up before they got married. Maybe they were really super focused on work, building businesses. Kids wasn't in the picture for them. I'm 50, never had a kid. So the kid part that can be like, you know, I kind of like my life too much without them to make one. The marriage thing, you, I, you know, I, I got to examine the situation before I can judge on it. So that's what I did. Yes. I thought that might be what you would say. Mm -hmm. So it turns out I went on a date with him. Uh, it was a, first of all, I don't know what the hell is wrong with these men and how their photos are so freaking horrible. They look, he looked so much better in person. Like, why are you catfishing me the wrong way? <laughs> like, there's so many men that put their old photos when they're younger and handsome. And then I meet them and I'm like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. But the last two guys I've gone out on dates with, their photos were horrible. And then I meet them and I was like, oh, you're just a bad, you're not photogenic. Like, anyway, super, super handsome. Like the moment I met him, tingles were happening my face was blushing I was like oh he is cute we had a great dinner wonderful conversation and then we started talking about our values and 
he said that it didn't bother him, you know, that he didn't have kids and that I have four. And it's it was a situation where he, I don't want to give away too much personal information, but basically head down working, building his career and had moved a lot. And so now he's finally career's good, has a house, settled down, loves his life, and now wants a woman. So I I prodded a little more and discovered that what he actually really does want to have children. Oh, his own. Yes. Okay. And, you know, and I was like, my tubes are tied. I And so what I said to him, I said, you know, I'm seeing this dating coach and she helped me with my profile to be very specific about what I wanted. So I will attract what I want. I said, and I think we could do better on your profile. Mm-hmm. I said, you need new photos. You need to make this clear what you want. You need to change your age group. Like you probably need like a 30 year old woman. Yeah. So I'm going to his house tomorrow to help him with his profile. Nice. Nice. Yes. yes. So that turned out very sweet and lovely. Okay. And he was also very respectful of my no kissing yeah. rule. He had, he what he said to me was like, listen, I have been celibate for two and a half years between work and moving um, that I can wait three more months for, you know, a wonderful woman. Exactly. Like he's a good man. I definitely want to help him find a woman for him. So that's how that ended. Then I had a date last night with a gentleman who I was not attracted to his photos and you told me that doesn't matter. We're not going by photos. We're going by what they're saying. And then video chat, then find out like if there's something. And when I did video chat him, he did look so much better in, in person. He, or on the video, his confidence, his outgoingness, like I was so happy. Like I was relieved. I was like, oh my God, he's like a a catch. He's amazing. So we had a date last night. We went to like a comedy show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Chantel, like in person, there was no, nothing was happening in my body. Right. Nothing. Yeah. There was no tingling. There was no excitement. When he put his arm around me, I was like, kind of stomach turned. Okay. And I kept fighting it all night because I really wanted to be attracted to this man. Right. Because he is a great guy. I tried so hard. So what I need to know is, am I a shallow bitch? Like, it, can I change that? I've got questions. 
Um, so first of all, let me just let me just comment on the lack of physical reaction to him. Okay. So here's the thing. What is most important in a long-term relationship? Mental, emotional, physical. If you prioritize them, if you give them a one, two, or three, how would you prioritize that? Probably emotional, mental, physical. Okay. Emotional, mental. Okay. Now, the mistake that we often make when we are looking for a long-term partner is to tap into the physical first and ask ourselves, is my physical reacting? And then walking away if the physical isn't reacting first. But you said the emotional is most important. That's your number one. And then your number two is your mental and your number three is your physical. So we need to keep that in mind and not move the physical to number one in that initial stage. That initial stage should be for you, emotional and then mental and then physical. So try and engage the physical. Yes before attempting to gauge the emotional and the mental, in other words, giving enough time to gauge the emotional and the mental, is where you can get in your own way. Because if the physical isn't responding quickly and you're putting that at number one, when in fact that isn't actually your priority, you're gonna walk away from somebody who you might have been able to connect to emotionally and then mentally, and then the physical will come into play because it was months, 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 months before I was attracted to my husband. And the reason why I became attracted to him is because the more time I spent with him, the happier I was around him. And the happier I was around him, the more I came to feel fondness for him. And the more fondness I developed, the more my body wanted to be affectionate towards him. I understand all of that. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Yes. What if there's something about them that actually physically repulses you? Right. And so this is kind of where I sort of want to hop into some questions about this person. How much was he trying to touch you? He was very respectful. So you said he touched you once? He he asked to hold my hand walking to the comedy zone, right. which I ended up saying, I'd, I'd rather hold your arm because I fall a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Then when we got in and sat down, he did put his arm around me at one point, but then I kind of leaned forward and he took yeah. it off and kind of got the point. There's too much trying on his part. There's too much trying to have a physical connection before you've actually become comfortable with him, which is why I think you're feeling repulsed by that physical touch because you're okay, not. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. I would not handle the smells. Tell me about the smells. 
Oh. He just caught the worst case of halitosis I've ever experienced. Mm. His breath smelled like an asshole. Yeah. The whole night, even after he ate. I couldn't even, like, I, I barely, my stomach was turning the whole night. Yeah. I, even after we, I left him, I could still smell it. I tried not to smell it. Yeah. I can, I like, I can't even see him the same again. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, I had a physical reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So all you men out there, please pay attention to your health because I don't even think he knows. No, this this wasn't just bad breath. You need a mint. No, this was halitosis. And that could be a health issue. Did his teeth look bad? Uh -uh. It It's internal. There's something internal that's not working right. Did it look like he was trying to lose weight at all? Sometimes when people change their diet to like a keto diet, something like that, their body goes into ketosis and it creates really bad. He ate a cheeseburger. Okay. And he ate it bread and all. <laughs> bread, bread and all. <laughs> right. So he's not trying to like, you know, do right. like protein, high fat kind of thing. Yeah. So that's a shame that. Yes, it was. Can I ask you this? If we, if listen, I the the trying to touch would be a turnoff for me because that's an imposition. The bad breath would be a turnoff for me because, come on, if I can't if I can't be close to you without being grossed out, that's not good. What about the rest of it? Just out of curiosity, personality, conversation. So he has. A wonderful personality. He's outgoing. He is adventurous. He's a great conversationalist the whole time. He's empathetic. He's kind. He's listening. There is one situation where, like, he just kept saying, You're so beautiful. I'm going to have a hard time, like, keeping my jaw up all night. And, and all throughout the night, he would be like, like lifting his jaw to let me know, like he was a little nervous. Okay. And so that's a hard one, right? Because I'm flattered, but it also feels like you think I'm out of your league. Yeah. And you're just going to jizz in your pants, you know, like, yeah, it's too it's too much focus on you as a physical being, not enough focus on you as a human being. And he well, he did that really well too. But it's too much. It's, yeah. it's too much of an emphasis on that. Like once, like you're so you're beautiful, you look good. Once, okay, it's said. Now leave it. Right? I think I think because he knew that my love language is words of affirmation and physical touch. He was trying to no, yeah, it's too it's too much. Man, listen, I hope you're listening. It's it's too much. Say, say it once. Getting repetitive with something is boring. Give the compliment once. Even like and and like too much trying, too much manipulating 
is too much. If you're reading the bio and you're seeing it says physical touch and words of affirmation, don't on, on those first number of dates, like don't reach out to her let her initiate the physical contact because we we need to get comfortable before the physical touch comes in people who are trying to get that physical touch in you know in any way shape or form or trying to use physical touch as a form of manipulation like i read on her bio it says physical touch love language let me touch 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 see if i can get her to get some feelings for me gross don't do that to us let us initiate the affection as we feel it build up inside of us and we want to express and show in terms of using words of affirmation say it once and then know that you said it let it sit in our ears I would love for it to be just a national law that women had to initiate affection. Let's make it a law. <laughs> Here's the thing, Holly, if somebody touches you and listen, I, you're, you're a strong woman. I don't, I don't doubt you can do this, but if I'm on a date with somebody or if I'm out and somebody puts their hand on me and I don't want it, I speak up. I've said to people who were interested in me trying to get more from me. I, I literally said to somebody, you'll get more touches from me if you stop chasing me around the room. I yes. literally said this. And and so when you're talking about this last man, I'm going to call it. Write that down. Okay. Ladies, do not ever be afraid to speak up and let people know how they can respect you. Because when you do that, you give them the opportunity to listen and show that they care. So if you need to say to somebody, you'll get more from me if you stop trying to take it and wait for me to give it, then say it. Yes. Say it on the first date. Say it to this man who's like touching your back, wanting to hold your hand. Say it straight out. Say, listen. So far, I like you. We're going to get further if you let me initiate touch when I feel comfortable doing so. It may take longer than you wanted to, but you'll get a lot further with me if you let me be the one to let you know when I'm ready. I 100% agree. And I know that people are going to watch and think, oh, then you're leading and you're controlling and stuff. But- Who's going to say that? The ones who want to control you. Yes. The ones who like you want you to communicate so that they have a better chance of winning your heart. The ones who want to gain access to your body don't like it when you take charge. Yes, that's exactly right. I honestly could not agree more. And maybe that's just something that I need to just tell them before the first date. Hey, I feel more comfortable. Can I, can I do that? Like, can I just, I I recommend, I recommend, here's the thing. I show my list of, you know, your starter points basically. And I think somebody pointed out it was like 27 items on the list of like basic human decency, right? Honesty, respectful, trustworthy, work ethic, financially responsible. Yes. I show this list and people are like, do you, do you need to tell them this is what you want? And I say, no, you never need to say, I want basic human decency. So you don't need to say, I want to be respected when I show up, you're going to show up and see if they respect you. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Show up and see if they respect you. You've got all the good little one-liners. Okay, so what I ended up doing was we had a snag in the evening. My daughter texted me like at 1130 at night and was on the way to the emergency room. So we left a little early. He was very kind, very understanding and drove me to my car. And then I came home, changed real quick and went to the hospital. And I think, but he was like, he was very like, why don't you just let me drive you to the hospital and I'll just wait for you. And like, he was very sweet, but I was like, no, please just take me to my car. And I want to have my car and not imposition you or. So he messaged me this morning very sweet. And I wrote him back and said, listen, I had a wonderful time. He brought me a box of chocolates, like gourmet, beautiful, delicious chocolates. And I thanked him for that. And I said, but I recognize that I didn't have any romantic connection or romantic chemistry. If you're willing to be friends, I'd love to be friends. If you're willing to be friends and see if maybe romance might grow or develop later, I'm willing to do that. I just want to be fully transparent with you so that I'm not stopping you from exploring other options. Mm -hmm. And he was so kind and very respectful and, you know, wants me to go with him to a football or baseball game on Wednesday, just as friends, just for company. So that's fine, right? Like, yes, yes. Okay. And here's the thing. <laughs> Maybe as a friend, you say, hey, you know what? Like before the game, before it, listen, if you're going to do anything with him, Yes. If you see him again, let him know about this halitosis. That's what a friend does. A friend tells you when you have spinach in your teeth, right? <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. Ah, oh, but baby girl, do it anyway. <laughs> okay. Let me. You're right. So here's the thing. When I first met my husband, goatee I don't like facial hair thin kind of ish body he's my husband doesn't have a big frame right yes. but he was like four months pregnant with a fast food baby right okay yeah he had the fast food Buddha belly, Buddha belly because you know he worked 80 to 100 hours a week just you know eating from fast food places the healthiest he could find but still so not good looking to me, smell like garlic most of the time. Hey. Look what happened, Holly. I said to him, I go, you know, you look 10 years younger if you shaved your goatee. Next time I saw him, no goatee. I was like, oh, you look good. I said, 
because I was a stripper. He was coming to see me and, and he smelled like garlic. I said, you can't eat garlic anymore when you come see me. If it, listen, the day before you come see me, no garlic and no garlic before you come see me. He, he starts smelling like garlic. I said, um, another time, I really like it when men wear a cologne. Next time he came to see me, ask body spray, right? We were, we, we started hanging out. We started spending time together. I, I, I let him take me to dinner, you know, and we were like in a strip mall and, you know, like here I am seeing him, him under lights, right? And his teeth are brown. I go, have you ever thought about using teeth whiteners? He's like, yeah, ma. I said, let's go to the pharmacy. Let's go get you some. And we did right away. You're so, you're so bold. I'm such a pussy when it comes to this shit. Okay. Teach me wise one. So. And then, and he, he, he kind of got infected by me because I was vegan and he switched his diet to vegan, the boot belly went away, right? And so, so cleaner face, nicer smelling, nicer body. I'm starting to, you know, his teeth looking nicer. I'm like, hmm, you don't look so bad. I'm starting to feel tingly around you. I like touching you. I like hanging off you. I like holding on you. Ah, I don't want to let you go, right? Like it just shift, 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 shift. So- who knows? I'm not saying it may shift with them. Honestly, I'm not keen on the trying to use the words of affirmation and physical touch to try and manipulate you into liking him more faster. I'm not keen on that. I'm not. And I'm not saying you should be pursuing him. But what I am saying is if you're going to continue spending time with him, make it more pleasant for you. Let him know how it can be better for you. Let him know to not touch you. Let you initiate touch if you want to touch him. Let him know he's got bad breath and it might be a health issue and he needs to check that out ASAP and he needs to have it fixed before you see him again. I will. I will do this. You make me do hard things, girl. <laughs> you make me do hard things. And I... I have thought about this all morning because I do agree with you. As a friend, I should help a brother out. If not for my, if not just for my own benefit of being around him, but for his future yes. woman, you know, I really don't want to hurt his feelings. That's something I have to say. Like, I can't say that in a text, can I? You can. I can't. Yeah. Absolutely. So you would say to him, are you thinking about going with him on Wednesday? Uh, I don't have any other plans. So, and he is a lovely person to hang out with. Okay. So you're going to send him a text and you're going to say, Hey, want to let you know, I'm thinking about coming out with you on Wednesday, but I need to let you know a few things first. Number one, right? One, number one. I don't know if you know this. You're going to say, I don't know if you know this, but you have very bad breath. I don't want to say this to hurt your feelings. I'm saying this out of concern because I think it might be a health issue when it presents itself the way I detected it on you. I think this is something you want to look into. As a recovering people pleaser. But did you see how gentle that was though? It is gentle. 
And why is it still so hard for me? So here's the thing. If he takes that and gets so uncomfortable, he doesn't want to see you again. Problem solved. You don't have to sit. You're, you're right. Bad breath, right. Oh, if he's offended by that, you don't want to be around somebody who's offended when somebody says, hey, there's something about you think might be a health issue. You might want to check it out. I am way more concerned about another person's feelings than I am about my own. Think about his feelings. If every time he shows up for a date, he's being rejected because of bad breath and nobody told him. Yeah. Are you not helping him? Yes, definitely helping him. So this is you being a good person, my love. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be a good person. So that was number one. Then you go number two. Number two, I'm someone who very much appreciates her personal space. And I prefer to initiate touch rather than be touched. I just want to let you know so you understand how to make me feel more comfortable around you. Okay. Yes, to understand how to make me feel more comfortable. That is golden. So maybe in the future, when we go, I go on a date, I should have like you in my ear. <laughs> and I'll be like, Chantel, That's right. what do I do here? I'll be sitting on the yeah. other side too, watching. <laughs> right. Exactly. I've got my little spies out there with the little cameras sending me the video footage. Okay. All number, right. Number three. Number three. I appreciate your compliments. I give you permission to say them once. LOL. Okay, wait, that sounds harsh. Give you permission. To say them I once. give you permission. That's right. I give you permission to say them once. LOL. And you add LOL to kind of, you know, make that lighter. <laughs> this is a dance, girl. Oh, yeah. This is like a it dance. Is. Yeah. And then, so I appreciate your compliments. I give you permission to say them once. LOL. The fact is, there's so many more things I'd love to hear from you than compliments on my beauty. Yes, he will be respectful of that for yeah. sure. Yes. I, so I noticed something during the date where I'm sitting there, I, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'm not finding him attractive. And all of a sudden, like every man in the room seems absolutely gorgeous. Right. And I, and I, and I, obviously I know that's not true. And it was like a twilight zone moment. Cause when I was with a man that I was attracted to, I never even saw other men. Right. There could be a hundred men around me and I didn't even see them. So is that like kind of, so that's like me 
my body, my mind telling you me like you're not attracted to this person. Right. Or am I shallow? Is that a shallow sign? There's here's the thing. There's there's not shallow or not shallow because there's we're divided into three parts. The biological body designed to procreate, which is what you're tapping your brain into asking, hey, is a procreation drive lighting up? Okay. And make you shallow that your procreation drive is not lighting up. Does not make you shallow, my love. So okay. biological body designed to procreate, logical mind designed to assess spiritual connections. That's when you think about a friend, somebody you love, and a minute later you get a text message or a phone call. Oh my God, I was just thinking about you because you don't have to be in the same room in order to communicate. So you're just, you're, you're asking your biological body, Hey, are you, are you feeling this? Your biological body is saying, uh, uh-uh. and I don't, I'm not surprised because, you know, bad breath and uninvited touches and too many compliments can, can be distracting and, and put off, which is listen, man, I hope you're listening, right? It can be a put off. So I understand why your flower would shrink and shrivel in this situation, because none of this is sexy, right? Giving giving me space as a woman to step into it and invite you in, that is sexy. That's what my husband did. When I first started dancing for him, when I worked in the strip club and he was coming to see me, he would sit with his hands by his side and I would take them and put them on my legs. And he did that every time for so many, every single time I would put his hands on me because he wasn't imposing he wasn't assuming I was ready for it. He would wait for me to show him that I was ready by initiating that touch. And that is sexy because it puts me in the driver's seat. It lets me know, even with this man who is so in charge of himself, my husband is so successful because he's just so responsible and so like absolutely on top of his thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. And so he's so super in control and in charge, but he likes, he lets me show him what I'm ready for because he's not assuming anything or imposing anything on me, which is so sexy. It's so respectful and it draws me in so much. Yes. Oh, let me ask you this or or say something. If he was sitting next to me and I was very attracted to him, I probably wouldn't mind. You wouldn't. But it doesn't, that's your, that's your procreation drive. That's your biological body going, Ooh, look at that DNA. I want to mate with that DNA. And so when he reaches out and touches you, you're like, I've been favored. Right. And so this is why attractive people get so much. They get so many freebies. They get so many favors. They get so much service applied to them because so many people are trying to win their favor in an attempt to procreate with them because that's how mother nature designed us. Let me try to gain the favor of the strong DNA code. And if it favors me, that makes me happy. And and the reason why we're designed that way is because the stronger the DNA code, again, think of a bridge, the stronger the symmetry of the bridge, and that's what symmetry of the face is. It's what we find attractive. It's an indication of the symmetry of the DNA code. So the stronger the DNA code, the stronger the baby, the stronger the baby, the more chances that the species are going to continue to survive for generations and generations. If at every 
generation, we try to choose the strongest gene code. Let's just say I chose the strongest gene code today, made a baby, and that baby chose a weak gene code. There's still half strength in there. So it still takes some time for it to be so diluted with weakness. You just have something that's so weak, it's not going to survive. So we're always designed, we're always propelled towards what we find attractive, that being symmetry in order to create strong babies and ensure the survival of the species. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for that because I understand biologically is how we are designed. So if I'm sitting next to a man who I am really attracted to and he puts his arm around me, do I still turn to him and say, <laughs> you'll be um, blind because of your biology, because of your design. Now, if you went up into your logical mind, then you might be inclined to turn them away despite your biological body wanting to procreate. You might say, hey, it's really nice that you want to touch me, but I want to make sure you will also connect with me mentally and emotionally. So is that what I should say? Or can I just enjoy the touch? Well, here's the thing. Is your... What is your goal? Is your goal to get in bed? Then enjoy the touch and get in bed. Is your goal to make a connection, right? You got it. It's about the intention and then matching your behaviors to your intention. So if I my think intention my is a solid relationship, the guy who's handsy, even if he's hot, I would take the hand off. I would actually take the hand off and I would say, hey, not yet. Don't chase me around the room. So what is it, what am I, okay, let me just process this. If I'm sitting next to a handsome man and he puts his arm around me, I'm going to, I'm going to melt in and savor it and enjoy it. And it, so because I do that, is that because I'm thirsty and desperate or you're enjoying the attention of a strong gene code, but that still doesn't tell us if he's trustworthy, doesn't tell us if he's honest, doesn't tell us if he even wants a long-term relationship, but is in fact faking it to gain access to a body. So it's meaningless. It's meaningless. It is. Even though I'm enjoying it. Early touch is meaningless. Because it's not based on anything actual. He's not touching you because he actually likes you. He's touching you because you're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out in my mind how I would say no thank you when I'm actually enjoying it. But you would you would phrase it as your intentions. So like let's say he he puts his arm around you. You can be like, hmm. You know, I actually want to get to know you better. And I want us to see if this can develop into something long term. So I'd like to initiate affection when I'm ready for it, if that's okay with you. Yeah. And that's not what I want to do. What I want to do is sit there and play house and pretend that I'm in a romantic relationship and he's holding me and everything's wonderful. So, so you can do that because it's no kissing, no sex, right. no sleepovers, no exclusivity. 
So if you want to enjoy those touches and see if maybe this does develop into something deeper, you can do that because it's not no affection. It's not no touching. It's no kissing. So right. if you, you know, if you don't want to set that touch boundary, let me be the toucher. Let me initiate it. If you don't want to do that, you just want to enjoy his touches. You can. I'm not taking that away from you, but stick to the rules because the rules keep you safe. If he's trying to touch, touch, touch to wear you down and it doesn't work, what's going to happen? He's going to get poopy. He's going to walk away because the manipulation isn't working. Okay. Yes. So I guess for me, if we're sitting there watching a comedy show and we can't emotionally and mentally connect, then I think I'm okay if I'm attracted to him with him putting his arm around me. However, if we're at a park talking and he just wants to do all the physical stuff to avoid the mental and emotional connection, then that's when I would say, yeah. look, at the club, we didn't have an opportunity to emotionally, mentally, mentally connect. But right now we have the opportunity to emotionally, mentally connect. So that's what my priority is. Right. Okay. That makes more sense. But also I'm a thirsty bitch. Like mm -hmm. I've been touch deprived. I keep trying to give it to myself and hug freaking everybody. I hug my trees. I hug everything. But there is still this like desperation inside of, oh my God, I just want somebody to touch me. Right. What do I... That makes me feel weak. Okay. Well, so let me explain why it's actually humanity and not a weakness. When babies are born prematurely, the ones who are held thrive and grow faster, right? Failure to thrive syndrome. Yes. Because yes. we're designed to be touched. We are, let me repeat this. We are designed to be touched yes it is our design to be touched to the point it's like it's like plants are designed to be watered yeah we thrive we feed we need it it is a source of nutrition for us we are designed yes. to be touched it's not weak to want to be touched. This is why in my, the, the, I wrote 10 books. One of them is free. The one that teaches you how to make friends. The one that talks about posers, losers, scammers, predators, how to recognize them a mile away and not pick them, how to leave. If you read this book and you go, oops, that's what I have. This is the book where I teach you how to make friends because you need those people. My friends are my source of affection. I touch, cuddle, hold, dance. Like literally, I when I'll go behind my friend or one of them come up behind me, put their arms 
we put our arms around each other and we just like sway together for a little bit. Like that's how cuddly we are. I see my friend Matt yes. in the room. We're having little mind melds. We know it's time to hug. We come towards each other. We just stand there, hold each other for a minute and then off we go again. And so you need that, my love. You I need- do have that. You need I that. have, I need more. Yes, you need um, more. I I think because, you know, I am a single mom, I live out in the country, I work from home. I do work out at a gym with lots of guys, but I don't touch them <laughs> because that sends the wrong signals. I, I but I only get to see my girlfriends maybe like twice a week. Okay. And is there any hugging and holding? Of my girlfriends? Yeah. Yes, there is. But apparently twice a week is not enough for me. My teenagers don't want to cuddle or hug. And so my love language is physical touch. I create a fort. I to to feel like I'm in a nest to be touched, but I am touched. Oh my God. I'm also about to start my period. So maybe this is okay. what all that is. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. But I do feel touch deprived. Although last night when he was touching me, I didn't really, I didn't want him to touch me. But if it had been an attractive man, I would have a hundred percent been like, <laughs> how do I get more touch? I mean, I'm, I had a vision of you spooning your dog. Yeah. Right. Friends. Yes, I could. Pets. Right. That's, that's, it's always better sources than somebody toxic giving us those touches yeah I need to like figure out how I can put into my budget like weekly massages or something like do you think that would help I don't know my gut tells me I want sincere touches I want loving touches and those might not be good enough but like I can't remember the last time I just someone just held me and so it kind of it brings me back to your you know twice a week with your friends I say do you guys hug do you hold um and and when I say hold I, I mean I mean hold there's no holding and this, see, let's get some holding in. What's wrong with holding? I made a post to all my girlfriends and I was like, who would be okay with a sleepover? Okay. <laughs> like girls come over, we sleep over, we all cuddle, we watch movies. We have a lot of cuddling and holding yes. and spooning yes. and nothing sexual. Yes. And nobody responded positively. They were like, oh God, you're you're so crazy, Holly. You're weird. You're crazy. Okay. So let's let's do something. Okay. 
my my friends and I like you know like like when it when I when I get on the couch beside my friends you know obviously it's like you know like we're sitting there talking but sometimes we're just we're just hanging right and so you know how like you're kind of like half lounging on the couch so like she's half lounging this way and I'm half lounging this way and we're like cuddled up beside each other I'm a holding hand right? I'm holding her hand in one hand. I'm stroking her leg in the other hand, right? Like I do this. I'm a physical affection all day long with my people, right? So you pick your people. So why don't you schedule? Because I mean, like in a public forum, if somebody sees somebody else going, oh, that's crazy. People will follow the herd sometimes, right? So what if you just set up a night and you said, movie slash fortnight right and so you you you, you play you're gonna, you're gonna pick a movie you're gonna say okay i got these five movies we're gonna take a vote on which movie we're gonna watch we're gonna set up tons of pillows and whatnot all around like if it's on the couch or if it's on the floor if it's something but it's just we're gonna create like a fortress of like blankets and pillows cozy 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 blankets and pillows and we're gonna watch a movie we're gonna cuddle up we're gonna cuddle up and we're going to watch a movie and eat some popcorn and have some drinks. We're going to put that word, cuddle up. And then Holly, whoever comes, cuddle up. You know, like I just said, they're half lounging and you scooch in on beside them and you just scooch in and you're like shoulder to shoulder, hip to hip, cuddle up. Do you think you can do that one time and see what happens? Yes. I'm an event planner. <laughs> yes. Like put that invitation out to the people you're most comfortable with. Right. Instead of like a you know, general public thing, put this out to the people you feel closest to most comfortable with and, okay. and message them individually. Don't put it in a form where people are replying to it. But okay. I'm 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 hosting this night, and I want to invite you to come to this night. I'm not offended if you say no, but this is something that I wanted to plan because I miss you and I love your presence, and I would just I would just love to have this really sweet night with my my closest people, and send it to them individually and see what their individual replies are. Okay. I will see. I'll see if I can do that. I mean, Tuesday night, I have some girls coming over. So maybe they'll be willing to do that. So this is something that you can do, like instead of like switching it up on them, this Tuesday when they come over, say, you know what? I want to plan this night. What do you guys think of this? Okay. I'll ask them. I, I want you to think about what's natural for us as human beings. We are, we're, we're, we're herd animals, right? By yes, nature. definitely. We are herd animals. We are pack animals by nature. And, you know, in, in that herd, in that pack, like my husband, I said, I came in the nick of time because his kids were eight and nine when I came into the picture and they were cuddly when I first got there, but then they got like 11, 12 and they, right. <laughs> that's right they're, they're done they're done with the cuddles and my husband's a cuddly snuggly lovey touchy person i like i came oh. right on time for you but and oh what was my point 
that were herd animals. That were that were tribal, right? Which means as as some members of the tribe shift into individuality and and maybe take some distance to go define themselves, we always still have those other peoples. Like we have we have grandmas that are cuddly with us. We have younger siblings that are cuddly with us. And so there's always moments, no matter how old you are, your children are no longer, but you have brothers and sisters, you have your, your kin, you know, friends in the tribe, right? These people continue to touch you. So there's always these sources of touch, whereas in the nuclear family, you know, you're divorced and your kids are older, where's the touch? Yeah. I definitely... In the same way that I have to continue to masturbate like every other day so that I'm not desperate for dick, I feel like you're right. I need to find ways to be held in touch so that I'm not desperate for a man's touch. Yes. I get that in my mind. I think... I think the hard part is asking for it. Yeah. So let's create the the environment where it facilitates the touch, right? So yes. have the movie night. I want to do a movie night, pillows and blankets, and just, just cuddle up as friends. Yeah. You know, I really kind of hate couches. Like, why are living living rooms should be like beds piles yes <laughs> yes just big piles of pillows and beds where everybody piles in and falls into each other and touches and cuddles couches are so yeah, yeah. maybe i'll need to get a new couch <laughs> yeah and lots of pillows i do have lots of pillows on there but i need one of those like Pottery Barn has a what's called a pit couch. So it's a U-shaped sectional. Yeah. But, but it comes with these two ottomans that you can slide into the middle of the U and it makes it a huge square pit. Okay. And I do love that. I cannot afford a pottery barn couch, but wait. But, I got, wait, where is it? Oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to blow out the picture. It's not working well yeah i'm so, oh look at this oh yeah these are amazing yes a yeah. pit couch that's yeah, exactly yeah. what i need yeah so i have a day bed in my living room which is i mean basically this but instead of like yes. you know the smaller cushions it's it's a it's a, a double bed size right and it's just like just one mattress and that's it me my husband the dogs on on the day bed aka pit couch in the living room that's awesome. Yes, that's what I need. I need to do that. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, just push the couch back, tons of pillows on the floor, pillows and blankets, and, and just like puppy pile. Puppy pile. And, yeah, and just, just use like the back of the couch and just create a puppy pile. Like use the back of the couch as like, as like backrest. And then you yeah. lay on the floor and you got all these pillows and everything and just prop each other up and prop yourself up and cuddle up side by side. Yes, I will do that. Yeah. Well, before we go, I do want to tell you that I've continued to use your method. 
on the dating apps. So I'm not swiping on anybody, which is such a time saver and relief. I'm waiting for the messages. There's so many men that just like, like my photo, comment on a photo, say, Hey, beautiful. How's your day? How's your weekend? Mm-hmm. It, it just blows my mind that they're not more aware, but so I've continued to using it and it's definitely making the experience so much easier. And when I go on and I see their comments, I'm just like, yeah, so much, so much easier, Chantel. It makes it just, it's almost kind of like, like when you make a website for work, you know, you get a lot of scam emails Yes, and you can just, no, no, no. And you just wait for the, the proper appropriate emails to come. Yes. You know, and so it just feels so much easier that way. So thank you for that, for sure. You're welcome. I'm definitely hormonal and emotional and sleep deprived. I didn't get to bed till three in the morning last night because of my daughter in the hospital. And then I had to be up at eight for Fisher's coming to my farm. So, yeah. So I don't mean to get so emotional, but. It's okay. We are emotional beings. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely one of those, but. (laughs) Oh, oh, real quick. Okay. Before we go, there was another man that had messaged me and I said, can we video chat? And he wanted to do it on Snapchat because I guess he's more familiar. I'm not that familiar with Snapchat, but I was like, okay, that's fine. So we haven't actually video chatted. He's just been sending me video ch- snap video chats and I'm not great at it. And I was just like, Hey, I wasn't really replying to his snaps in a timely manner. Cause yeah. I don't, I'm never on that app. And I like I was only replying like once a day which I should not have done I recognize that but finally two days ago or Thursday I snapped him a video and I was like hey listen I'm not great at this snapping back and forth it seems not like flowing you know let's arrange a time to actually like meet in person and like talk face to face and I feel like he was like he waited a long time to snap me back which is not usual for him because he's on there a lot apparently yeah like he was trying to punish me and his response video back was oh god what exactly did he say he said I mean, I guess I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, we can we can work something out. Holly, I'm going to cut you short. Whatever the rest of the story is, it is completely irrelevant. Because the moment he said, 
let's go to Snapchat and then send you video snaps instead of actually engaging with you in a video chat, which is what you asked for, was the moment he was a block and delete because yes. he didn't listen to what you asked for. He didn't listen to what you asked for. And he brought you to a platform that's for players. He brought you to a platform that's for players. So two, two great big red flags right there. He's a block and delete. Yeah. Whatever the rest of the story is, it is irrelevant because he is a block and delete. And he was the moment he said, let's go to Snapchat. When you said, let's do a video chat. Well, I think you'll be proud of me. I mean, not, I wasn't great to begin with. I should have done what you said initially, but when he sent me that message, I was like, I mean, we could work something out. I wrote, I sent a video straight back and I said, um, generally when I ask a man to meet, there is a yes mm -hmm. or a no. Yeah. And not only did you not say yes, you were not enthusiastic at all. Yeah. So I appreciate you showing me who you are and what you want. And I wish you the best. Yes. And I did block and delete. But I should have done it sooner. What you actually should have done was stood up for what you asked for. When you said, let's video chat. And he said, well, let's go over to Snapchat. Your response should have been, actually, no. Let's mm. video chat right here in the app. Yes, I'm more comfortable video chatting in that app. Yeah. That is exactly right. I have these damn people pleasing tendencies. I'm just, just a work in progress, girl. Um, I'll help you with that. I help people through that. Yeah. yeah, it does. I tend to give people a few more chances than I need to. And here's the thing. My husband gives lots of chances. He has much more patience than I do. And it's not because he's a people mm -hmm. pleaser. It's not. So sometimes we give chances out of generosity. It's not necessarily a people pleasing thing. My husband is not a people pleaser. He is very strategic. Um, and so he doesn't cut people off as fast as I do because he's more patient, much more patient mm -hmm. and much more strategic than I am. So it's not necessarily a people pleasing oh. thing to be patient and accommodating. Well, that makes me feel better. Thank you. Yes. I do. I have been told a lot that I have, I'm a very patient person and, you know, you, you tend to become that when you have four children, mm -hmm. you have to. You have no other choice but to become patient and accommodating. But but sometimes I'm ignoring obvious red flags. Mm -hmm. And then I have, and then that goes through my head. And then I give the benefit of the doubt. I think I give the benefit of the doubt more than I should yeah because I am a hopeful person I mean I'm hope with Holly I have so much more hope in my life than most of the people around me 
but that sometimes your strengths can be your weakness too, right? Yeah. So how are you feeling, my love? My I don't trust my feelings right now. My feelings are I'm hormonal, I'm sleep deprived, I'm emotional. But what I will say is that hopeful. Yes. I I I I definitely appreciate and value you so much mm-hmm. and you help me you know my mind gets jumbled sometimes and you help me separate it all out and mm-hmm. see the different things and that does bring me so much peace and calms me and I really appreciate that because I am a verbal processor so I appreciate you verbally processing with me Mm -hmm. so I feel at peace I do have a video chat with a man and an hour of another man reached out and said lovely things about my profile we haven't really chatted much because I was like can we just, can we do the video chat? Like, can we just get right to the video chat? Yeah. Very revealing. And he was lovely. I said, I said, I would like to do a video chat with you tomorrow. If you have time, 3 PM works for me. Does that work for you? And I want to do it in the app. And he said, absolutely. I will see you at three tomorrow. So We'll see how that goes. Keep us posted, my love. I will. Thank you for everything. You're welcome. Have an awesome day. All right. I love you. I love you, Holly. And if and if you'd live near me, you'd come to my 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 sleepover parties, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I would. Yes. Okay. We'd be cuddle buddies. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, bye darling. Bye my love.